Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Happy Hamster Corner, a podcast about cute, adorable animals, as well as featured stories, collaborations, hamster tips, and so much more. I'm your host, Holly, and I'm super excited for you all to be listening. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Happy Hamster Corner. I have a awesome hamster community member with me to talk to you guys about her history with hamsters, and that is Ginger Clark at Ginger's Appy. Ginger Snappily. <laughs> Ginger Snappily. I've never oh, heard wow, it I Ginger Snappily. <laughs> Ginger Snappily. You can follow her on Instagram. I will link her information in the show notes as well as shout her out on Instagram. So do you want to say hi? Hi, everybody. Do you want to talk a little bit about your history with hamsters? Yeah. So I I got started as a hamster owner when my family retired from the military and we finally settled down in one place. Uh and I really wanted a pet. I was asking for a dog at the time because uh, my parents are dog people. Oh. But they said, the, the previous answer was no, because we move every two years. And now the answer was no, we don't have enough space. So my <laughs> idea was, how about a hamster? And they agreed. So I got my first hamster at 14. Her name was Amelia. I was very into Doctor Who at the time. Oh. My first several hamsters were named after Doctor Who companions. Oh my gosh, that's great. <laughs> but Amelia was so sweet. She wasn't really a cuddle hamster, but she was a sweet hamster. She never bit me. Unfortunately, I was 14 and I didn't know anything about hamster care other than what the pet store told me. So we started off with a critter trail of which she escaped multiple times from. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Unfortunately, the place we lived in had a hole in my floor. I think it was supposed to be a laundry chute, but it was just a hole in the floor that led down to the basement. Oh my gosh. How big was the hole? It looked like smaller than a shoebox. Oh yeah, but still plenty big enough for a hamster to go through. So I put a chest over it just so that if I had anybody over, no one would break a leg but a hamster yeah. could fit under there and she fell down three times oh my gosh there was a sink below which we called the hamster trap <laughs> the second and third time she took food and bedding with her and i think it was about that time we switched from a critter trail to what was a large travel cage mm-hmm. she didn't pass from the falling she passed several months later but she only did live to be a year old. Oh. My 10 years it's... of hamster ownership has is not a very positive one, unfortunately. Although it, it makes me all the more compelled to help other people. Oh yeah, see, we're, and we're all learning and growing. In my past, we had two Syrian hamsters together that were both female. And they would always escape, and we didn't understand why, and they were biting on the bars and showing so many signs of boredom and we just thought they were like crazy hamsters but then when I got older and did more research I realized that that's why they were bored because they were in this tiny little cage and 
you weren't supposed to put two of them together Mm -hmm. and they didn't live very long either and I just felt so horrible after that yeah yeah um after Amelia I had Donna who I jokingly called the boob hamster (laughs) she very much enjoyed cuddling under my shirt oh she thought I think it was just the warmest place to be that's so cute though Unfortunately, she only lived to be about six months old. She was also in that small cage. And then I had another hamster. I don't quite remember how old she lived to be, but she, uh, Clara, was only three or four months old when she passed. Or I say three or four months old. I I had her for three or four months. Okay. And then the hamster after that lived less than a month. We realized there was a chance it might have been the food. We were at the time buying the hamster gerbil mix from the Winco bin section, which is not the best place to buy hamster food. Yeah. And I think that combined with the super small cage with like, it just had a water bottle, a six inch wheel, and a hut in it. Yeah. So we changed those up. And I got this wire cage that was a little bit smaller than a 20-gallon tank. So my next hamster, Reese, I I switched away from Doctor Who names. Someone pointed out might have not been (laughs) the best idea to name it after characters who leave the show. (laughs) I think it's fun, though. (laughs) So Reese lived for about a year and a half. The cage didn't have a lot of enrichment in it. It was very bare. She... She spent a lot of time out of it with me, uh, but that's not a substitute. Yeah. The hamster after that is I call it Little Shep or Lil Shep. She was named after uh, the Mass Effect series. You can have a space hamster. The character you play is called Shepard, thus Little Shep. Oh. <laughs> and she was a force of nature. Uh-huh. Did not ever want to cuddle always wanted to run I arranged the couches in the living room to like press up against a side table so she would hop up run go to the next couch hop down run around hop back up run at the windows <laughs> they'll hop back down run back to me try to run behind me then bite my back when I wouldn't move <laughs> oh my gosh Sounds like a feisty one. She was. She, I think the, my favorite memories of her were me like hanging out in the living room doing something and her just running around. And then like I would be watching X-Files and she would just stop and stare mm-hmm. at the TV. <laughs> <laughs> she was very pretty. She was, I, I can't remember what the type is called, but she's the like brown and has the lighter color near the eyes. Oh, Yeah. She was, like, training to be on the show. <laughs> she was training to be on, like, American Ninja Warrior. <laughs> yeah, no, so she she lived a pretty decent amount of time. You know, two and a half years isn't bad for a pet store hamster. Yeah. Um, and after that, I started, like, I, this entire time having bad um, cages and, like, a bad wheel and not enough stuff like I knew something was wrong but I didn't know what exactly was wrong Mm -hmm. like I I wasn't in the hamster groups I I don't think at this time I was really that involved in the hamster community on Instagram either like I wasn't following anybody yeah the most I was doing was looking things up online and occasionally 
watching some YouTube videos, but I don't think I was really watching the right ones. And it didn't help that during this time I was, I think actually Little Chef I had in my early college years, but for the most part, I was a high schooler who didn't have a job. I didn't have Mm. the money to be able to buy new things. And it wasn't until I started learning more and like looking things up more that I realized, no, something's wrong, but I still didn't have the power to make the change. Yeah, with the lack of funds and Mm -hmm. resources. So where does your journey go from there? So after that, I decided I wasn't going to get pet store hamsters. And I called Mm -hmm. all around Portland trying to find like a local pet store that bred their own animals. But I did find a small local-owned pet store that bred their own rats, and then they were also breeding their own hamsters at the time. They no longer do this anymore, but at the time they were, and I got this little girl named Nilla. She lived in the wire tank, or wire cage, for a little while until I came across a garage sale that was selling a 20-gallon tank and a stand to go with it for like two bucks. Nice. Snatched that up and then immediately went to order a bigger wheel. (laughs) I'm like, finally, something that will fit a bigger wheel. I had more bendy bridges. I had more hides. I wasn't putting in enough bedding yet, but I was starting to make some progress. Eventually, I did get a 40-gallon breeder tank about a month before Nilla passed away. She passed away very unexpectedly about a year after I got her during my finals week oh that's so sad i was very distraught it was very sudden nilla had been by all standards an excellent hamster so i went back to the same pet store and it seems like the hamster i got from there was related in some way which was very likely yeah Uh, and it wasn't until i brought her home that i saw that she had two different colored eyes oh my gosh that's so cool was like bright red and the other was like black I, but if you like you looked at it in a certain light it would have like a red tint to it a little bit oh and she froze and would like sprint off so yeah she could have been hearing something but to me she was reacting to nothing so i joked that she could see ghosts <laughs> <laughs> probably with those two different colored mm-hmm. eyes so her name was spooky and Aww. spooky was my first hamster to live a full life of proper care. She got the 40-gallon breeder tank. She got the silent runner. Yeah. Uh, she got more bedding. I got more things. I got sand. She didn't like sand, so I used granule bedding. She got all of the benefits that my previous hamsters didn't get. Oh. But Spooky lived with me for two years, and she was the hamster who was with me as I started my hamster care guide. Yeah. And when I became friends with uh, Hubba Hubba Hamstery, I reached out to Cheeks and Squeaks, and they said that there wasn't a hamster breeder at the time. That was about uh, mm-hmm. two years at that point, maybe. But during that time, Hubba Hubba Hamstery in Portland opened up, and I got to reach out to her, and she, she helped me get, like, lab blocks for some proper food. She helped me get the 12-inch silent runner. And it was just great to have a friend, like, in person who loved hamsters as much as I did. That's so cool. So you had an OG hamster community person in person, not just over Instagram, which is really cool. Yeah, it, it really was. And she was a great help getting 
some of the finer details of my guide, like correcting misconceptions. I mean, I just recommend her and her hamsters so much. She's absolutely wonderful. But yeah, during my my time with Spooky, I rapidly learned what real proper hamster care was. There's a lot more in-depth to hamster care than you could even imagine. <laughs> oh, trust me. I've, I say this jokingly, written the book about it. <laughs> no, you literally have. <laughs> Scrolling through your guide, it is a book. Which I don't think we've properly mentioned it. So I've written what's called Ginger's Guide, How to Care for Syrian Hamsters at hamstercareguide.com. We can get more into this later. Yeah, I would love to have you on for another episode to talk about your guide and the process you did with that and gathering all your information, putting it together, and kind of sharing that with the hamster community. Yes. If you'd be open to it, of course. Absolutely. But I mentioned it in my history of being a hamster owner because it's where I learned literally everything. Doing all of this, like, research talking with ethical breeders it I feel like I went from a very basic understanding of hamster care when I first got spooky to rapidly growing in my the amount of hamster care I had to the point where I was like I feel comfortable like helping other people get started no I feel like that's great like you learn all those different things and especially talking with ethical breeders and whatnot and not just doing research or watching YouTube videos, getting it from firsthand source. Mm -hmm. And I think it really showed because Spooky was my longest living hamster. But yeah, so Spooky passed last March. Oh. And now I have two hamsters from Hubba Hubba Hamstery. Little Phoenix. Well, I say she's little. She's not little. <laughs> oh. I fell in love with her while I was hamster sitting for Hubba Hubba. After Spooky had passed, couple weeks later, I decided I wanted to be on Hubba Hubba Hamstery's wait list because I really wanted to get a hamster at the beginning of their life. Mm -hmm. I just really wanted a hamster that I could, that I know would stick around with me for a while. Yeah, I get to enjoy them a little longer. Mm -hmm. So uh, she actually had a hamster that she was trying to find a home for at the time. So she came home to me about mid-March, mid, uh, and her name is now Keyleth slash Kiki. It's hard to be like, I now have these hamsters that I can really care for properly and yeah. think my history and just wanting to keep going and keep doing better. Like, I, I kind of feel like I owe it to my past hamsters to give more hamsters a good life. I love that. That is awesome. And in putting it in terms of owing your past hamsters, that's kind of interesting. But yeah, I feel like spreading the word of proper care and helping those from making those mistakes that people who have experience like you do have made those mistakes already. And somebody else who's just now getting a hamster or wants to get a hamster can learn from those past mistakes that you had just from you sharing your experience. So what is your main takeaway from all of this experience that you've gained with hamster care through your past? Don't be satisfied with what you know. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Always look for more and take pictures. I guess my other advice is just take lots of pictures. <laughs> 
Trust me, you'll want them. Take lots of pictures and videos. <laughs> this is kind of embarrassing. <laughs> maybe a little bit, maybe not, whatever. Um, but if Petra's still sleeping and I'm awake and I, like, want to hang out with her, but she's still sleeping, I'll, like, watch old videos <laughs> of her and look at pictures and be like, you're so cute, I just love you. I do that all the time. Like, I'm at work. I'm like, I need to pick me up. Oh, Phoenix, you're so cute. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm so glad I'm not the only one that <laughs> does that. You also pick Petra up and put her up to a mirror and say, that's you. <laughs> yeah, I've done that a couple of times. She doesn't really like it. She's just like, okay, whatever. <laughs> Sometimes I'll play a video of a hamster. Like, like maybe it's something I'm thinking about putting on Instagram or something. And I'm, I have a video of my hamster and I'm holding a hamster. And I'm just always wondering, do you recognize that that's a sound of a different hamster? <laughs> oh. Or the sound of you from the past that's an interesting question like if they if she can understand it or they can understand it I feel like they would be able to do you have any last words or anything else you want to share any questions for me what are your plans for Petra tonight I do need to clean out her pen so Mm -hmm. that is my big thing take her out for a little bit of free roaming try and hang out with her yeah (laughs) depends on the day though sometimes she wants to hang out and other times i take her out for free roam and she's like don't touch me (laughs) i'm exploring (laughs) not now human so it depends hopefully she's in a more cuddly mood tonight because that's how i'm feeling but yeah you never know (laughs) hamster's been a hamster yeah she has her days but so do i (laughs) but uh no i look forward to talking to you again about my guide yeah i do too thank you so much for coming on and talking about your 10 years of experience that's freaking awesome enjoyed that conversation with Ginger. She is awesome. I'm going to have her on again in the future to talk about her care guide that she wrote. She's going to be updating that as well. So keep it a lookout. I'm going to feature a collaboration write-in. So here we go. Okay, so this write-in is brought to you by mochas.world01. They wrote in, I remember the first time I got a hamster. I walked into my local PetSmart and made pretty much every beginner mistake possible. I got a critter trail, a wheel that was a bit too small, I didn't use enough bedding, and I only fed our hamster Katie dry food mix packed full of artificial ingredients. And you could probably guess the rest. Since then, I've been doing tons of research on how to care for hamsters. I currently have my third hamster so far, Mocha. And since then, my care has definitely improved. She currently lives in a 40-gallon tank. And my goal is to upgrade her to a liniment cage, which is a DIY enclosure, becoming pretty popular among hamster owners. 
One thing I've learned while owning hamsters is that research is extremely important. No matter how advanced you are, you always should do research on things you're not sure about. And you should be open-minded to advice from other hamster owners. One way I helped my beginner hamster owner friend was by quizzing them. I think this was helpful for them and I recommend doing this to review what you know and figure out what you need to learn. Another important thing is to learn from every mistake you've made as a hamster owner. One thing I learned is that your hamster cage needs good ventilation. One of my hamsters from the past had a tank with a fish tank lid instead of a wire mesh one and because there was poor ventilation she got sick. Now I know that ventilation is very important. I hope that you could take the mistakes from past experiences and turn them into helpful information and how to improve. There is always room for improvement especially with owning hamsters. One thing I want every listener to do is share the information you've learned. The more you can share, the more people will learn. That is why I'm sharing all of this with you today. I want to give a special thanks to the wonderful Petra and her sweet owner Holly for reaching out to me and giving me this opportunity to inform others. I had a lot of fun writing this and I can't wait to see how this podcast grows. Thank you so much. You are so sweet, especially aw, that last bit. I really do appreciate it. And thank you so much for writing this in. This is a great tip and that's a great idea. Quiz other hamster owners to see what they know. And yeah, be open to advice. Cool thing about Mocha the hamster is they actually won my giveaway they were one of the three winners so congrats on that too i feel like that was a very good tip of the week so i'm not going to do a holly's hamster tip of the week just because mocha wrote in just some awesome advice and ginger and i had a great conversation if you enjoy this podcast like it subscribe all that jazz And if you want to be featured, let me know. Send me a message. And I will see you next week for another episode, of course. If you don't know, I release new episodes every single Friday. Because Friday is the best day of the week. And yeah. I hope you all have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy your pets. And have a wonderful day. Thank you. Bye. And of course, as always, have a happy one, guys. I bet you thought I wasn't going to do it. <laughs>